from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I wonder if we should film the the line change. Feels like a TikTok short. It really What does. are they called, Dennis? IG stories? Yeah, we can put them on an Instagram story. Stories. I, I heard all the cool kids do the, sh- the YouTube shorts. Oh, yeah. okay. So I don't know. I've maybe, done some of those. Maybe we can maybe we can turn it into a YouTube shorts thing. The line change that happens between our show and Gold Show. I learned it on TikTok. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy to get Gold going. It is. You just have to press the right buttons. It doesn't matter if he's just if he's just done three hours of radio. He has no off switch. No. So like we got him going a little bit on the canes, but then he brought up Top Gun Maverick. Because, you know, Gold sees movies well past their expiration date, so he finally got around to watching it. He's like, the movie's not good. I was like, dude, you got to see it in the theater. Like, you had to see yeah. it in the theater. And my simple review of Top Gun Maverick, because I know the Golden Globes were last night, and people have been kind of rehashing various movies that they saw from the year and everything else, cool, whatever. Um, the reason why so many people loved Top Gun Maverick was because it actually put butts in seats at the theaters again. Nothing had really done that until Top Gun Maverick came out. And while my review of the movie is really simple, is there a jet fighter on the screen? Yes. Cool. Is there not? Okay, skip. Because the the stuff when the stuff when there's not a jet on the screen, then forget it. Of course, he watched it at home. That's the other problem too. You got to yeah. see that thing. Like I know it's. I don't want to sound like, you know, it's like a hockey game, right? Oh, you got to go to a hockey game to truly appreciate it. With that movie, man, you kind of had to see it in the theater. Like, what was the other movie that was kind of like that, too? It was completely lost on me. What was the one with George Clooney lost in space? God, what was that one called? It was him uh, and uh, Sandra Bullock. And they were lost. Like, they were just, like, detached oh, from their yeah. space shuttle. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember. Gravity. Gravity. Thank you. Gravity. That was the name of that movie. I watched Gravity on, like, my day, my decent HDTV. And I don't get it. And everybody said, nah, you had to see that thing in IMAX. If you didn't see it in IMAX, forget it. You know, it's, it's not gonna hit the same. You know, Top Gun Maverick. Basically, you know what the plot of that movie was? It, it what what? A New Hope. Yeah. Travel down this canyon, yeah. hit this small target, and get out. Yeah, yeah. Look cool. Do you believe the theory that uh, Maverick was actually dead the whole time, and he was having a fever dream? Yes. Like was, was Bruce Willis in this movie? At the beginning of the movie, when he's in that in that supersonic jet and he explodes in the air, that he actually dies. Mm-hmm. And when he dies, what we're watching is like him going to heaven and visiting people from his past, including Val Kilmer and the Admiral's daughter and things like that. So, I mean, just something to think about. I don't know what kind of shrooms you were on when you thought that one up, but hey, just something to consider when you watch it. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I feel like North Carolina basketball fans watch their basketball team go to Charlottesville with some sort of hard substance ready to go. Bourbon, beer, something you can smoke. Because at this point, it's not a matter of 
can the Tar Heels win in Charlottesville? It's how are they going to lose in Charlottesville? And yesterday, you can chalk it up to not having Pete Nance from the go, losing Armando Baycott to an ankle twist or whatever that was. I know that some reports, including from Jeff Goodman at Stadium, that x-rays came back on the ankle negative, which is good. This is not the same ankle that he hurt during the Final Four and that quadruple overtime loss to Alabama. It's the other ankle. So I guess that's positive. But without Armando Baycott from the jump, they had to go deep into the reserves. Uh, was it Jalen Washington got some quality minutes, put up some quality play. But Jillio, to me, in the second half, the reason why Virginia was able to get over on the Tar Heels is that Virginia, regardless of what you think of their offense, very disciplined team. And the Tar Heels can get a little sloppy. And they'll make you pay for that sloppiness. I think they had 13 total turnovers last night. Their offense got away from them. And they ended up losing the game, even though they made it somewhat interesting towards the end. Yeah, the key to beating Virginia is getting them out of their comfort zone. Yeah. When they're up nine points in the second half, that is directly in their wheelhouse. They're going to run the shot clock all the way down. They're going to defend you like it's, you know, tooth and death on every possession, especially in their place. There was a shot clock violation at some point there because I watched the whole second half. Right. And, and the place starts going bananas with the shot clock violation. And it's I'm like, so funny. that's actually when I knew the game was over. Yeah. And I'm like, the thing about Carolina, and I, I it's hard, first of all, to lose Armando Baycott in the first minute of, course, of the game. Of course. Of course. You can, you can have the Dean Smith rule and say to Jalen Washington, hey, man, I need you to, I need you to step up today because mm-hmm. you look at the kid. He's got some. He's got some potential he there. Does. We haven't seen a lot of him, but he's like a like a baby fawn, you know. He's yeah, like, he's figuring things but, but out. The, the, you could see why he's was recruited there. Mm-hmm. You could see why he's on the team. Of you know, the, and the points that he scored in the first half, like that's not a fluke. But that's you have to prepare for that. You need the extra practice time to prepare for that. North Carolina's probably not good enough on the road to withstand the loss of uh, to have a bad game out of Caleb Love, let alone have a bad game out of Caleb Love and an injury to Armando Baycott against a good team. It's not going to happen. It's just not where they are. It's not who they are. We don't know We don't know how long Armando Baycott's going to uh, be out of the lineup. Uh, they do get some sort, I guess, I guess if there's such a thing as a break in the schedule, it would be Louisville, right? Yeah, that would be the break in the schedule. I don't look at Boston College as a break in the schedule, but not especially not there. No. So they do get Louisville next. Uh, they should be able to beat the Cardinals without Armando Baycott. Um, but I think, though... The- but, but Carolina is not a game-to-game proposition. We have to stop looking at Carolina as a game-to-game proposition. That's not what this season is about. Explain. That's not who they are. Like, okay, they went to Virginia and lost. Mm-hmm. Fine. They went to Pitt and lost. Fine. You know, they have the wins that they have. It, let's, do the, let's do the old... If the NCAA tournament started today, they'd sure. be in it. Sure. Okay, of course, that's good. Would they win the NCAA tournament if it started today? The answer to that unequivocally is no. And what they need to do over the next two months is they need to figure out what's going on with Puff Johnson. Mm-hmm. They need to figure out how can we get more out of Seth Trimble. And then, of course, we haven't even talked about Pete Nance, who's also injured. Mm-hmm. So they need all of their parts. They need all of their parts going because right now they are the simplest team in the history of the world to solve. They have three good players and if all three of them don't play well, they're not going to win the basketball game. Hard stop, end of story, move it along to the next point. Sure. Okay? 
But they're not here to beat Virginia. They're not here to even beat Duke. They're not here to even win the ACC. They're here to win the national championship. See, they're here to win the NCAA tournament. This is where I think that's a mistake. This is where I disagree. I understand what you're saying on a game-to-game basis, and we're looking at the totality of UNC. But if we truly believe them to be national title contenders, they got to turn it on now. You can't turn it on when the NCAA tournament comes. Let's take last year out of the equation. Okay. We got to stop talking about last year. Okay. This You want to talk about propositions and yeah, how yeah. we talk about the Tar Heels. We need to stop discussing last year as though it's something that can be replicated. It cannot. They are taking how special last year was for granted. Not you. I'm saying the yeah. general thought that this is a team that, man, they just got to get to March. No, you're not good enough to just turn it on in March. This is largely the same team that we saw last year, which was just okay. And then they got on a hot one. You telling me you can do that again? I don't think I'm being an ass when I say that this North Carolina team is okay. They're, they're an okay team. I really, truly, I really truly think that. And to your point, I do agree with you. When their three best players are on, well, then, yeah, they're going to beat a good chunk of teams. The problem is they can't consistently do it. And then when you throw on top of that the injuries and everything else, I feel like there's always an excuse for the Tar Heels this year. Always one. Sure. There's always some sort of context that you can place, going all the way back to when everybody was freaking out about the road trips and everything else. Do you think it's going to get any easier in March? There's no context in March. There's no context in the NCAA tournament. You win or you go home. There's a plane waiting for you. Joe, they the, might not get on it. You're a Ken Palm fan. Yes. Okay. And, and Ken Palm is a numbers, it's a cold numbers world. After the Final Four last year, when Puff Johnson was thrust into a larger role yeah. and delivered in that larger role, it was not unfair to expect this season for Puff Johnson to be somebody who could help this basketball team. Mm-hmm. Again, these are not my words. This is the category from Ken Palm. They have you have players, right? Go to guys, Armando Baycott. <laughs> right. Major contributor, Caleb Love. Mm-hmm. Significant contributor, RJ Davis. You have to scroll all the way down to this is not me being a Carolina hater. By the way, I don't hate Carolina basketball. Mm-hmm. This is not me being a Carolina hater. This is Ken Palm because he's used in less than 12% of the possessions. The words for Puff Johnson, who should be a significant contributor on this team. Nearly invisible. Yeah. So I'm going to sum up for you Carolina season. All right? When I say to you, you're right, it's not just one game. But they have to figure out how to get Seth Trimble, how to get Puff Johnson, and either Dontrez Styles or DeMarco Dunn into being guys that help the team win basketball games. Mm. Otherwise, you are in the equation of, did Caleb Love go berserk? Did R.J. Davis go berserk? Did Armando Baycott have his usual double-double? And without those three things, then they don't win. But there are other ways to win. It is now up to Hubert Davis to figure out how to get those other players. Because this is one thing that Roy Williams was absolutely the best in the damn business at. Yeah. You know what Seth Trimble's going to be next year under normal circumstances? He's going to be their point guard. He's going to be really freaking important to them. So, But the points and the parts of him being great next year are about getting the minutes and the experience this year and that's where Hubert needs to call Roy and have a conversation with him how do I get this kid going how do I get more of these guys involved and how do I how do I push this team because you're right last year was a one-off even though you have the same players mm-hmm. 
You're missing minus, one. Minus a very important one. Missing one key so guy. everyone has their own race, has to run their own race to bring this all back to all of our triangle sayings. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was going to say, you want to put a you want to put a bingo card together for me, Joe. I can put a bingo card together for you. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Carolina Hurricanes losing again last night with their 0-3-1 now after they went on a franchise record winning streak, point streak. Um, yeah, defense looks discombobulated. Peter Kochekov, it looks like he needs to cool off somewhere, stick him in some rice, let him dry out a little bit, hit the reset button on him. It also appears that Freddie Anderson will be returning soon. Lurking in the in the scaffolding like Sting, just waiting for his moment to swoop on down and save the day for the Carolina Hurricanes. Now the Canes, uh, we have another season where there's goalie drama. You love to see it. That's my wheelhouse. I love talking goalies. So we'll bring you uh, a two minutes here in just a little bit. There's another bit of Carolina news, not related to basketball, but on the football side of things. Got the press release at around. I was actually on the phone with our friend Nada earlier today, and all of a sudden I get the little notification across my uh, across my computer that Carolina football and Dre Bly mutually decide to part ways. A conscious uncoupling. This is the quote from Mac Brown. We love Dre Bly and appreciate what he means to the University of North Carolina as a Hall of Famer. An unbelievable advocate for the program, an excellent coach. Dre and I mutually agreed to part ways so that he can explore other opportunities in the coaching profession. We appreciate everything he's done for the program over the last few years and wish him nothing but the best moving forward. When we talk about Dre Bly and the Tar Heels, we're talking about two different things, I think, Julia. We, we talk about the recruiting success that Dre Bly has had, but then there's the development and the results on the field that go along with it. Um the recruiting part's probably where we should, we should start first because that's what really matters to to Carolina in a lot of ways. You know, making sure that they kill it on the recruiting trail, which is what the, he has done. There's no Mac Brown 2.0 without Dre Bly. Uh, this is going to hurt Carolina. This is a significant loss for Carolina. And you could tell me, oh, so-and-so didn't develop or the secondary was a mess. But does that really matter when Sam Howell? Dre Bly is the, the chief person responsible for Sam Howell playing quarterback for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. There is no Mac Brown 2.0 with Sam Howell, without Sam with without Sam Howell, right. who was ticketed to go to Florida State, by the way. Okay, that Charlotte area, all the players that he got out of the Charlotte, Josh Downs, his nephew. Mm-hmm. By the way, Josh Downs' dad played football at NC State. Okay, <laughs> don't get me started on this. So even if all Dre Bly did, which is not all he did, but even if all Dre Bly did yeah. was make sure you got Sam Howell and Josh Downs. 
wasn't that worth anything else? Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, Dre is a friend of uh, Tory Holtz. I have a relationship with Tory Holt. I have tremendous respect for Dre Bly. If I'm NC State, I'm calling Dre Bly right now. And I'm telling him, come on over. Wow. That's what I'm doing. Okay, interesting. The old the, the Mike, Michael Caine switcheroo. If you don't remember, Michael Caine was the head coach at North Carolina. He eventually landed as an offensive coordinator. I'm sorry, NC State head coach. He ended up being an offensive coordinator at just about every ACC To school. give you my favorite Debbie Yao quote in the history of the world, yeah. don't give me any of that coach him up stuff. <laughs> give me somebody who can recruit. But hold on a second. You do got to coach him up, man. But that doesn't have to be his job. Our friend Brian Ives over at the ACC Network pointed this out. Over the last four seasons, North Carolina's defense ACC ranks. These are yeah, ACC he, ranks. He's not their defensive coordinator. What was one of their worst units, Joe? Their secondary was a problem. I, I think Cam Kelly was the biggest problem. All right. I mean. 14th in completion percentage. 13th in passing yards per game. 12th in yards per pass attempt. 14th in missed tackles. Missed tackles is a big, big problem for the Tarios over the last. You're rolling your eyes. I am rolling that my eyes. That stuff matters. you have to get guys in the building. You have to recruit guys. You know you If can... that's what your strength is, mm-hmm. then... Let him be, let him that let that be his strength, and let somebody else worry about the other stuff. Okay, I don't. We can that. all have different roles on a staff, Joe. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, but make him the timeout coordinator. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, somebody like no, but for real, somebody like Dre Bly is going to have a hard time coaching mm-hmm. in the sense that he was. Dre Bly is one of the best corners to ever play ACC football. Yeah. All right. So he's he's like a Larry Bird, a Magic Johnson. When they coach, they're like. Wait, you can't do this thing that I did? Right. I don't understand. Right. It's easy for you me. You know, like, and, and Tony Grimes is the five-star recruit. He's from Virginia. That's where Dre's from. And Dre went up and got him. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Tony, it was a mess. But I'm not going to put that on Dre when Dre's not the defensive coordinator. He's not the one making the calls. Yeah. Okay? Should, should the corners have developed more under Dre? I think that is a fair criticism. I think that's fair. But I also think you have to look at the trade of what a guy's worth. Okay, and set your your program. It has been demonstrated mm-hmm. when you don't have a great quarterback, your program wins three, four, five, six, seven games a year. Sam Howell was going to Florida State. Mm-hmm. We could probably get Willie Taggart on this phone right now and see where Willie Taggart would be in his life if Sam Howell went to Florida State yeah, and saved Willie Taggart's job. So, uh, to me, I look at it like. Can you recruit? Can you help me be a better team? Mm-hmm. Yes. The answer to that is yes. It is then Mac Brown or Gene Chizik or anyone else's job to look at what Dre is doing with the players and say, well, what is our best use of for his role on our staff? Mm-hmm. And can we live without him being a recruiter? They're going to find out if they can live without him being a recruiter. That's it. It's be interesting. Well, that's that's because his other nephew is going to Alabama, by the way. That's the part that I'm kind of curious about, and I'm not trying to be cavalier about this, yeah. but honestly, how hard is it to be at North Carolina and recruit from within the state versus NC State versus ECU versus App State? Again, within there, the state, there's a built-in advantage. There's no doubt. But you they have were, to but, actively. You have to. Actively be bad at it, Larry Fedora. Sure, to end up where North Carolina ended up at the end of his tenure, it just took, Ma- and, and again, and it's Mac Brown for heaven's sake. Okay, who can then come in and? Yeah, but you got to remember, Dre was coaching at the high school level. I get that. His family. I get that. So he hey, had a lot of connections in the Charlotte area with high school 
coaches and recruits. I am not going to disagree with you. I thought it was the smartest hire the Mac made. I am not going to disagree with you in the aspect of Dre Bly really helped with recruiting. And key guys that you mentioned don't go there without Dre Bly. But my overall point is how much of the trade-off is stacking those recruiting classes without the development? How much of it is North Carolina can still go out and get these Do you think Storm Duck's a good player? Yes. I do, too. Does he get any credit for that? If we're going to bag on him for Grimes, does he get credit for Storm Duck? Fair point. Okay. I know it's a fair point. It's a fair point. But and clearly, I don't know what he's doing with the, I don't know if he coaches the safeties at all. I will just straight up tell you now that the kid's at Virginia, and I've, I've had this conversation with people who who go to who have been to practice and talk to Carolina coaches. Cam Kelly was never in the right place, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. <laughs> and they told me, when you go to practice, the kid looks like Javon Curse. He is an amazing athlete. But, amazing. But, you know. He's a Trojan horse. Yeah. Look, there's there's multiple ways to, to, to make it work in a regular season. And as much as we obsess over recruiting, and I'm not one of these guys to tell you that stars don't matter, you can point to any number of metrics and look at the teams that showed up in the national championship game or Georgia and how they won it and how they've surpassed Alabama is in getting the dudes. I get all that stuff. But there's another component to that. And the biggest problem for North Carolina in Mac Brown 2.0 has been the development of the talent when they got there versus when they leave. And sometimes they leave even earlier than that. I mean, it's not lost on me that Dre Bly's out, mutually agreed to part ways, when a lot of his key guys were also leaving even before this news came out. So maybe they got wind of what was going on. Maybe they realized this wasn't the place for me. And they didn't want a repeat of that with more guys coming in. This is also not. Matter. This is also not the Carolina way. I can't tell you how many different NC State back. We'll use basketball for example. Sure. How many different NC State basketball players I have ever talked to, who said that, that either they'll try to get something with the school, try to get something in the program, and it's like nothing. He goes, "This is not what Carolina does. Mm-hmm. Carolina always takes care of their own." Again, Dre Bly was not just some jabroni who played for Carolina. All right, he's one of the greatest he's, to play he, for Carolina. He, he set the ACC yes. record for interceptions while he was in yes. school. Yes, it was All American multiple times. Went and went on and won a Super Bowl with the Rams and played in the NFL for a long time. Like this is not just some guy. Mm-hmm. Th- this is not you know Dante Page Moss who you could turn your back on. <laughs> Why do you gotta do Dante Page Moss? Th- this like is not that? some random guy who was here for a hot second and you Dante turn your Page back Ma- on. What did Dante Page Moss do? Okay, Julie was fired up. I like it. Don't you dare. Say bad words about Dre Bly. It's the OG alongside Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ovia's number one Dre Bly fan club. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.